Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer, a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. It is my pleasure to bring you this awesome interview that we recorded live on Instagram a few weeks ago. My conversation with Hafsa is so amazing. It gives lots of tools to all of us um, who are looking for a way to affect change. And her story itself and her journey and her life, it's just super inspirational. And um, I know you all will enjoy. Here's the interview. I'm so excited to have this conversation. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm oh, this has been I, I know this is going to be a great conversation. I'm really oh, pumped yeah. too. So yes. welcome um, everyone who's out there watching and who will listen later. I it is my absolute pleasure to have Hasa Kamara um, with me today. She is an entrepreneur. She was a 2016 Rio Olympian. And we're just going to chat today about some of the things going on in our world. So I'm, I'm really pumped about that. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Um, Before we get started, if you would just give everyone a little bit of intro and background on you, Hafsa. Yes. So my name is Hafsa Kamar, and I am a 2016 Rio Olympian representing Sierra Leone. Uh, I've been competing for Sierra Leone just about, I think, since 2012. So we've been quite some time, about eight years now. Um, And um, I also am based out in Los Angeles, California. And another aspect of my life is I'm, in, I'm a marketing strategist. So I do marketing con- consulting and content creation for multiple brands and um, love that aspect of it, really get to tap into my creativity. And then um, I also mentor young kids in sports and also just life and just navigating their, li- their lives and um, finding a way to their to their future. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I think that's so cool. I can't wait to hear more about that. And I'm kind of excited too, cause I'm like right up the street from you. So one day we could actually like say hello. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, it's infrequent that I have someone on who's actually from LA. So yeah. Fun. Um, oh my God. Anyway, yeah. Once yeah. the quarantine, everything settles down. We definitely need that's to right. like, we need to meet up. up. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, so let's jump into it. Um, we have some heavy stuff to discuss today, but it's really important stuff. And I want to I wanna get into it and I want to hear your perspective. So I know there's a lot going on in our world right now. And you are an amazing force working for change and, you know, the, the, your program with the young kids and all these things that you're doing. Why don't you lead us through a little bit, Hafsa, on how you've experienced these last um, number of weeks and, you know, how your what your strategy is to get through and what you're working working on right now? Yeah. So, um, I mean, as we all are experiencing and just completely withdrawn into is just uh, there's, there's a lot of change going on, you know, in all aspects of life, you know. So these past couple, these past couple of months has been spent, especially for me, reflecting. Um, I think in the past, we've kind of just been going, going, going on to the next task, on to the next task. And like when COVID hit, everything just came to a stop. You know, we all had one mission that was being COVID and everything came to a stop and you then have to reflect on, okay, what have I been doing? Like, has it been leading me to something fulfilling? Has it leading me to something that's going to to stay and actually impact the world? And then the next thing you know, you know, we have the the protests happening. We have the the call for social justice. And we also have the call for um, breakdown of a system that has affected so many people. And now you're really looking at like, okay, how do I become a part of it? How do I impact change? 
because now is the time. Now is the time for your voices to be heard. Now is your time for your actions to, to matter. So what is it that I can do to, to, um, to continue this, this movement? And for me, I've always been drawn to the youth, you know? I've always been drawn to, to going down to the grassroots and educating the younger and upcoming um, generation because they're the ones who are going to, to lay the, the, the rooftop. We're laying the foundation, but they're the ones who are going to cover up the rooftop. So really spending time talking to them about their feelings and what it is that they're thinking about, you know, yes. as you're seeing all that's happening in the news, as happening on social media, within their families, their schools. And it's a lot, you know, it's a lot for us as adults to handle. So you can only imagine what someone younger than us is experiencing when, you know, they're seeing a world that they already plan to enter completely change, Yeah. you know? So it's like, how do we prepare them for a change that we ourselves have not been through, yeah. you know? So um, it's just listening. I've been spending a lot of time listening to uh, the young people, a lot of time interacting with them working with the, uh, the Foundation Dream Wakers, which reaches out to um, low-income neighborhoods and, you know, connects that entrepreneurial side and, like, gives the people the representation, gives the kids representation, and then connects it with those children who are coming from neighborhoods where the biggest success might be graduating high school yeah. or, you know, keeping a job at a grocery store. So showing them that there is hope and there is a chance for you to do more by, you know, you can look like me and be traveling the world. You can look like me and hold a job remotely. You can look like me and have a, a, a bachelor's degree and just be more than what, you know, the world assumes for you. And at a time like this, they need to see that they could be more, yeah, you know? So absolutely. that's, yeah. I love it. I just, I love the thought <laughs> of the fact that like the kids are going to be the ones laying the rooftop and it's so true. And we yeah. just have to empower them and, you know, help them understand that, yes, they can, they are more than equipped to enter this world and to make it better, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Um, they can be anything they want to be outside the box of what they think, you know, what they think their life might look like. Um, there's just this big wide world out there. So can you tell us a little bit about how um, the, the kids are reacting to everything that's going on? Is there confusion, anger? You know, what are you experiencing when you're talking to these kids? Um, definitely like the anger aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel as if it's more so in the sense of they don't know where their voice is fitting. They don't know right. what they can do. Cause a lot of them are seeing, you know, they're seeing the protests, they're seeing, um, the petitions, they're seeing the stands being made, people going up and making speeches. But because, you know, they're like, well, I'm not an adult yet. You know, I don't, right. I'm not of age yet. Like there's not much I can, I can say or do, but I'm like, yes, you can, you can create your own positions within your own school. Like you guys have, we have, most schools have a student body council. There's changes within your school, within your classrooms, within your community that you can change, that, that you can implement. Right. And there's changes within your families that you can implement, having conversations with your siblings, having conversations with your brother, your cousins, your grandma, your grandparents because they themselves have stories that can help mold you and help you understand and unravel what's going on. So right. a lot of them have been confused in the sense of just seeing so much, but not knowing how like internally or like in close proximity that it affects them. So like, I've been just kind of helping them guide them through that situation. But I've also heard a lot of hope, you know, from them, a lot of like, you know, I, I can see I can do this. Like, you know, I see that 
change is going to happen. I see I can definitely go to school. Like, I can attend an HBCU and, and make it to the NFL, you know? I can, like, I can actually pursue a job in, uh, and become a doctor rather than go for nursing, actually go for the doctor's role. So I think, like, there's, with them, it's, it's, it's hope for, for more for themselves. Yeah. I think, I think giving kids hope is, I mean, shoot, it's all we can hope for. And I, I like this that you're talking about helping them find their voice. And I think that this yeah. is relevant, not just for children, but for everyone who's experiencing, um, you know, this movement, everyone's seeking to find their voice and how can they make their voice heard. And I just think it's so important to encourage people to continue digging in and looking for ways to, to make your voice heard and to really, you know, affect change. Um, and I yeah. like that you talk about encouraging the conversations with the kids that they could have with their grandparents. And I like mm-hmm. to encourage conversations just in general with people that yeah. you might not usually talk to. Open yeah. your mind, open your world, um, and and really just like seek to expand your perspective. I think that can be so, so valuable. So I love mm-hmm. all those things. I think it's amazing. If people want to get involved and help with that effort um, that you're involved in, can they make donations or how, how would that work? Oh, absolutely. So I'll add the link to the Dream Wakers in which I'm a part of. I'm part of their um, advisory council, but then also my own program, the Brand Me program, which actually teaches kids and some college and also some college kids um, digital marketing uh, in order to prepare them for the upcoming workforce. Because as we can see now, everything is everything is social. Everything is online or by the phone and everything like that. So the Brand Me program is teaching them the basic aspects on how to market yourself on there, how to do it safely, how to use certain programs, and how to be innovative so then they can add something to their resume before they even leave high school or while they're in college uh, about the understanding of just simple uh, digital space. Yeah, absolutely. And I think yeah. you know, giving people the tools that they need to be successful, I mean, that's what you're doing here. You know, you're giving them a toolbox that they can draw yeah. on. And I think that's fantastic. So tell us a little Thank bit you. about your own personal journey, Hafsa, and, you know, the things that you've experienced. I'm sure making it to the Olympics um, is no easy feat. <laughs> so, um, and I think yeah. in those struggles that we go through, we, um, we really just learned so much about how to persevere through these situations in life and trust our abilities, right? So tell me a little bit about your journey so uh I mean I am a first generation American so that in itself is amazing on a, you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it takes on a whole different you know perspective everything like that so my parents came here from Sierra Leone and growing up I mean my dad always said like outside the world like that's that's America but in the house you're Sierra Leone so we can even speak English in the house we have to speak our native language, which is Creole. So it was it was just having two different, per- like switching back and forth, two different perplexed worlds. Mm-hmm. You know, where like in the morning I'm in school with like, with my friends and at home I'm with my parents and like different upbringing. And also I'm Muslim. So then having to like, you know, combat like my faith and my beliefs and my culture with that, with what I'm learning or the culture of the American culture and the American faith and the, uh, the American patriotism and it growing up was definitely a battle in that sense trying to find my place so I always was one of those people that just did what I was told did what I was told um until it came time for me to run track and field like to do sports and that was something that my you know as growing up like my parents 
especially my dad did not quite approve of at the time. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, it was, it was a battle for sure. Um, a couple of times where like didn't agree. So I'd have to like leave the house and go to my brother's or go to like a friend's house just because like, that was not something that, you know, was popular. It was known for, you know, a Muslim African girl, early young girl to be running track and field. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I had to be a little rebellious in that sense, and that's necessarily not me, but I took a stand because running track was something that I loved and something that I decided to do. I took ownership of. Um, and then it was such a, it was such a hectic battle in, in high school that when it came time for college, I didn't even want to run track in college. In wow. I just wanted to go to school and become a nurse because that's what my parents wanted me to do. And um, just do as I was told because I was like, oh, I can't keep going back and forth with this. But then I was receiving scholarships. And I was like, well, they're going to pay for school. Right. Then why not? Right. You know, like, okay, yeah, I can I can do this. Nursing, like, nursing school is expensive. Sure, I can, I can just run track for a little bit. And it once I got into college and I got into the NCAA system, the school system, it was like, wow. You know, like, the doors opened up and I realized there's so much more that the world has to offer. You know, I, I don't have to just fit into two brackets, whether it's just American or just African. Like, I can't be just each. Right. I can be a combination. of. I can be a lot of things. I can wear multiple hats. And from there, I was like, well, why can't I be a professional athlete? Why can't I go to the Olympics? And that was actually, like, the first time the thought of me going to the Olympics came into my mind. Like, I mean, I watched the Beijing Olympics in 08, and I thought it was so cool, but it was so far-fetched from my mind. It wasn't until I was in college in 2011, 2012, London 12, I was like, okay, you know what? I think I can do this. So from there, I started taking it seriously, transferred um, to a college CSUN North in Northridge, and just really ended up pursuing this goal of becoming an Olympian. And it... I would say it was, I don't want to say it was easier than I thought, but I, but it definitely wasn't as much of a challenge because I had it set, you know, so I knew the process was going to be hard. I just had to keep, keep, um, nag- keep going at it, keep going at it, keep going at it because I was going to get to my goal. Like I knew that first circuit, there was yeah. no doubt about it. And it, it just, and it went by so quickly to the point where I'm at Rio, I finished running the race and I'm sitting in my room and I'm like, that's it. <laughs> like that's it I, I'm, I'm an Olympian okay that's what 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 do I do now like what happens now and that's when it became like a downhill roller coaster because I didn't have anything else set up for after the Olympics I didn't think about what do I do next it right. was just it's the Olympics so from there it was having to really build myself up and identify what is it that I truly like to do what is it that I'm really good at what is it that I can achieve like I have I've collected all these different hats while I was in college but like I've just been switching them around and never really took time to like learn about them um and then I like you know also if you know track and field there's not much money or income there you know unless you're like in the top you have a brand like Nike or Adidas I'm sponsoring you you just kind of have to like fend for yourself and hustle on your own so I ended up getting a job at first I had a job working at a restaurant and then I realized, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't be on my feet <laughs> yeah. while I'm still um, training. So then afterwards, I was like, okay, I need a job where I can sit down on my computer, or on my phone, and just 
you know, after practice and just relax. And then I saw this ad on Indeed.com that was looking for a social media marketing ninja. I was like, okay, that sounds funny. That's around my humor. She's like, what's a marketing ninja? So applied to the ad and ended up working with um, Chelsea Sutton. And she taught me everything that she knew about marketing. And, um, you know, she said I had a, like a natural creative gift about it. And I was like, okay, I didn't know that. But ended up unlocking a niche for me that has turned into a passion and, you know, more than a job, but actual occup- occupation where I can now use what I've learned to teach others. Yes. And at the same time, still continue with my passion. And it's just, you know, it's supplementing my passion as far as track and field because it's an aspect where because I'm an individual, I have to market myself. You know, I have to make connections. I have to build um, reputation. And these marketing skills helps me do that. So in a sense, I've found a way to wear all the hats at the same time. And it's been such an amazing journey that like, as I continue to push myself to the next level and set goals, as compared to 2016, where I thought my goals ended, now I'm just reaching how, reaching and figuring out how much, how much bigger I can make my hats, how much more wider and and further can I reach with these hats. Oh, man. So, this yeah. is such an incredible story. I think it's so awesome. I mean, there are so many things about your journey that are amazing. One is that, to me, just that you were willing to take that leap, even when maybe it wasn't your top, you know, your your father's top choice for you. And you, you know, oh, yeah. you, were, you knew that you were talented and that you were willing to pursue it. And I think this yeah. is an awesome thing for women and, you know, in general, too, just to realize that we don't have to be one thing and we don't have to be yeah. what we think we should be. Um, yeah. You were willing to go and do that is freaking awesome and then you, you made it to the olympics what yeah <laughs> it's so great yeah. and then and then the way life has led you you know it's led you and you've mm-hmm. had the opportunity and you've seized the opportunity and now you're using you know all these good things that have happened to you to improve the lives of these young children and i think it's mm-hmm. all amazing so kudos to you for your successes you. and for all that you're doing and um Thank would you, you do you have any strategies that you would put out there for anyone who really wants to get involved in this um you know this this season of change in our country and this push for justice do you have any tips for them hafsa oh yes i would definitely say Take your time. Okay. I think take your time because I feel as if right now, like, I mean, I was telling you before, I, I just came off of a social media hiatus. I know I'm in digital marketing, but we need <laughs> breaks too. Yeah. But I, I needed a, a month to realize that as there is the changes are happening so quickly, like, you know, we're being told to read this book. We're being told to watch this program. We're being told to sign these petitions, to, to listen to this person do that. And it's just, it becomes overwhelming, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and whether you're black or you're white, we're leading into a world where things have never been as they, as, they, as, as we're seeing it, as it's going in the path that it's going. So take your time internalizing all that you're hearing, all that you're seeing, take your time being okay with yourself to say that, okay, you know, I was this way, but I can turn, I can get into this direction. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be tomorrow. It doesn't have to be next week. You know, it just has to be consistent. It has to be true to, to who you are. It has to be something that you know, you know, it's not because someone else is doing it or because someone else told you to do it. It's because you yourself are impacting that change. So take your time with yourself, be patient with yourself, and just love yourself through that, through those, through that uh, space. And then read, read 
when you're reading information, do your research, double check on things. Because not everything that you see is just, you don't have to take it at face fact value. You know, there's a lot of information out there that can be skewed. And sometimes you might have to take a trip to this library. I know it's like, uh, like ancient place nowadays, but take a trip to the library, read actual books, um, ask questions. Do not be afraid to ask questions Mm -hmm. because I think right now people are, I always talk about um, Twitter being the opinionated fact platform where a lot of opinions are considered facts, but it's it's okay to to not be sure about what you're seeing and what you're hearing and wanting to like dig more and know more. So ask questions and you know, you're doing perfectly fine. You're doing fine. Just keep telling yourself you're doing fine. Yeah, this is great advice. I do think people get overwhelmed. So I think that's great advice to say, take your time. And if you feel overwhelmed, that's okay. You know, just take your time and wait until you're ready and know in your heart that you're going to move towards, you know, what is right and what is good for this country, which is justice for all, right? Um, I really like that you're encouraging everyone to ask questions too, because I think sometimes we're afraid to ask questions and the questions Mm -hmm. are going to help push us (laughs) to these new destinations, you know? Um, Yeah. yeah. So the continual question asking. And both ends, I think, um, the question aspect, but then also the fact that the answers, you know, have to be given and it might have to be given five times, 10 times, 20 times, but it's just like learning something like, you know, once you fall off a bike, you get back on, you fall off again, you get back on. So when you're teaching someone, you know, you have to be patient on that side when you're given the answers, because if you're getting frustrated, you might shut them down and then they might feel as if, okay, they can't ask anymore questions right and it's like that's not it it's a conversation Mm -hmm. we're trying to learn from each other yeah so as someone is asking questions be patient on the other side when giving Oh, that's great advice. (laughs) I love that. The patience is really important. Such good advice. Um, Well, this has been super fun. I want to move towards wrapping up and just do a little positivity push at the end here. And that's just a couple of quick little questions to put some positive vibes out there as we close up. If that's okay with you. Yes, I'm excited. This is the part I was looking for. (laughs) Okay, awesome. All right. So, Hafsa, just some simple things that bring you joy. What are some simple things that bring you joy? Simple things. Um, my nephew's smile. Aww. Um, waking up and hearing the birds. Because living in, in LA, you know, like, it's mainly like the horns and the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Before you actually hear the birds. So waking up and hearing the birds in the morning. And then um, juggling. I just learned it during quarantine. Oh. So honestly, I'll take a break during my, like, if I'm feeling like tired or just mentally poop I'll just start juggling and it's just it's like a I'm competitive so it's another level of competition just for myself (laughs) but it's yeah, it brings me I love it. Away. Juggling. That's yeah. awesome. Um, okay. The next two are complete the sentence. And so these statements mm-hmm. are going to go out to anyone who's watching right now, anyone who will listen later. And speaking of listening later, um, all this episode and many, many others can be found on riseresolutepodcast.com. So I encourage everyone to go there, check it out, follow us at Rise Resolute, subscribe, like, etc. I would be honored. And I want to continue having these conversations, bringing you new perspectives, this is the important work. Um, it's just a piece of the work, but I think the more information we can get, um, the, you know, the better off we're going to be. So anyway, okay, moving on. Complete this sentence. Never forget. That you are special. Ah, 
love it. Okay, everybody out there, never forget you're special. All right? Each and every one of you watching right now, listening, each of you is special and each of you is worth it. So don't forget yeah. it. Um, yeah. I love that. Okay, last one. Yeah. You can. Achieve. You can achieve. Yes. You can achieve. That's it. You, can, you achieve can achieve and you can be excellent, yeah. right? You can be yeah. excellent. You just have to put your yeah. heart in it. Totally. Absolutely. And I think sometimes like we think there's only one way to achieve a goal. There's only one route to take, but it's just achieve. How you do that is all on you. Like even you, you see it with twins, you know, we have twins who are completely, could be identical, but there's different aspects of them in which they might have a single and they'll achieve that. So like, you can achieve things even if the path looks like it's going to be really short or really long, you can achieve. Beautiful words. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being with me today. I really, really appreciate it and um, wish you, you all so the best. Much, and we'll Gina. have to get together once the pandemic passes. Yes. We, fingers crossed. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Yes. Line up. Wear your mask, people. <laughs> That's right. Wear your masks. <laughs> and, um, everyone enjoy yourself. the rest of their day. Thank you so much. Thank you, Gina. Okay, all the best. And thank you all for being here today. It is such an honor to be able to walk this journey with all of you. And connected, we can rise.